dungeon dragon. Run around like a dungeon dragon, like a dungeon dragon, like a dungeon dragon. Oh my goodness! Well, that of course is Nicki Minaj. Yeah. If it's how I would best describe the stale breath of the woman sitting next to me on the R train to Bay Ridge on the This Must Be Dale radio. <laughs> and I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver. And uh, thank you very much. And I want to welcome you. This is exciting, isn't it? This is the first ever live taping of uh, <laughs> the sensational podcast, Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And aren't we right on it, folks? We're right here on it. <laughs> you can see it's right, right through there. <laughs> you can almost smell it in here, too. But uh, <laughs> some of that will dissipate, won't it? Anyhow, it's always nice to see the Gowani this time of year. The lights from the waste treatment facilities sparkle like clouded diamonds and the toxicals and ice rats caught in the gooey center. It almost seems alive. Uh, because it is. <laughs> Mind the puddles out there, folks. That's how she reproduces. <laughs> I want to be sure that you scrape your boots before you get home because you may end up with some baby Gowanuses growing in the cracks of your bathroom tiles. Speaking of bathrooms, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you, of course, you here in the, in, the, in the studio audience know it, you're here, uh, but the folks listening at home, and I imagine it's probably like a war of the world scenario, <laughs> oh, don't you, all the folks gathered around the podcast machine, <laughs> listening, not sure whether it's aliens or just some jelly fella in New Jersey, but uh, <laughs> you here know that we're, we're in the Brooklyn Lyceum, the world-famous Brooklyn Lyceum, which uh, had a former life as public bath number seven, and uh, at that time, it it was the only place where 150,000 uh, local people could get clean uh, before indoor plumbing. Uh, so I want you to just think about that. <laughs> really just sitting in a giant public shower. <laughs> it's probably a thrill for some of you, isn't it? Right there. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of bathrooms, and I, 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 I profess to be a bit of an expert in that subject, having been in many, uh, some public and yes, some private. And so my knowledge about bathrooms, of course, is, is, is very deep. Uh, and uh, uh, I got distracted by the beard is what happened there. I looked over and I saw that and it's just that, uh, oh, it's handsome on you. I'm so glad you could be here. <laughs> well, anyway, folks, uh, <laughs> we have a lot of fun up here. You can tell. Uh, there's a lot of love in this room, and uh, I wondered if, if I could just ask you a question. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> Especially over in this quadrant, as you see. Uh, <laughs> a lot of love you feel it as soon as you walk in, along with the heat, it's what wallops you right in the center of your chest. It's like the old medicine ball that I used to, to work out. I belong to a cooperative gymnasium, which is uh, just down the road, and it's fantastic. Uh, the exercising is free, but you have to make your own yogurt. 
root, which is which is always a lot of fun. But uh, I have a little theory as to why there is so much love out here, and uh, in addition to you being good-looking people that are fun at parties, uh, uh, there's a special holiday coming up, of course, and I'd be remiss not to mention it. A lot of love focused this time of year, of course, around Lincoln's birthday. <laughs> and uh, old Abe, the original tall boy, the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the, the bard with the beard, the man with the long cabin in his pants. Uh, he was, uh, he really knew how to keep things romantical, didn't he? Whether he was spooning with Mary Todd or uh, swapping Gettysburg addresses with the male advisor in the boudoir. Uh, he, he had uh, quite the secret to emancipating hearts everywhere. And I'll tell you what that secret was, ladies and gentlemen. It was the truth. Uh, old Abe really told it like it was, and sometimes to a fault. And isn't that... Sometimes what we have to do with someone who is uh, special to us, or even those who, who have just captured our hearts briefly uh, with their long brown hair and legs like a race pony. Glad you could make it, uh, by, by the way. Uh, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do, to be honest with somebody, and it's, it's hard to look into, into, into somebody's eyes and, and, and say the things that you really want to say to them. For instance, it's, it's tough to say, uh, to your partner, uh, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a special moment, it, it's 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 not easy to to, to say. I, I wish you had a sense of smell. Or, or <laughs> not only are they uneven, but that one's a totally different color. Or, or, or try to encourage them not to order the cinnamon sticks from Domino's. It's not erotic. It's redundant. It's just the same. It's the same no. It's nothing. And, and who among us hasn't wanted to just shout from the mountaintops, "Make digital toe hair do something about it." I mean, because oh, but it's hard to look into the eyes of a loved one as they're as they're licking cinnamon from their hairy fingers and toes and, and, and be, be forthright with them and, and tell them how you feel. It's, it's not easy. And sometimes we goof up, don't we, folks? There's another holiday coming up, Valentine's Day, and sometimes you find yourself you forgot Valentine's Day, and you're standing there in the, in the seasonal aisle of CVS, and you're staring uh, into the eyes of a little framed pink bear with a little heart that says, <laughs> I love you, and next to it's a bag of gold coins. Now, the coins aren't going to work, I'm going to tell you that. She, she's not going to go for coins. And maybe if there was a cordial involved, you'd be okay. But the coins aren't even the right holiday. They're just out there early for Passover, because if there's one thing that CBS appreciates, it's moving things along. <laughs> and uh, to, to that end, I'd also like to send the special Dale Radio kudos over to the, I don't, I don't want to name names, but the CBS over on Court Street, uh, because the, the top brass over there really figured out something by replacing all the cashiers. The, the human people with an automated self-checkout line. <laughs> because the two kinds of people that go to CVS are, are, are old people and, and people that are not in the right mind. And these are the people you want really cut off from human interaction and forced to uh, uh, participate with some kind of finicky technology that doesn't exactly work the way it should. I mean, that's really what I appreciate it, though. I really like it because it gives a little extra standing time <laughs> for me, and I, I always enjoy standing and I find I don't get enough of it in this city. So uh, once again, thank you to CBS. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so sometimes, here's my advice if you're in that situation, if you goofed up, if you pulled a boner, this is what you got to do. Uh, I want you to, to, to go through that door, uh, to the uh, assuming it's the door of the person that you're sexually active with. If not, I want you to just replace the words vigorous lovemaking in the next sentence with good hug. 
So you're outside the door, the person that your sexual partner then, I want you to just go through the door with, with great gusto and rip off your shirt. Sometimes I like to keep just an old work shirt or something outside because I don't like to ruin a good shirt. And so you go in there, you rip it off, and you just you make vigorous love. Good hug uh, with, with the person. And I, uh, what you do, you clean yourself off, and I find that the little bottle of hand sanitizer works just fine for that. I keep that next to the bed. You clean up, you look at them in the, in the eyes, and you just say, you know, we've been through a lot together, and your family's difficult to deal with, but I look past that. And, uh, you know, we, we've, we've been to the mountaintop, we've been to the valleys, and uh, even more than love, than what you give me, it's your friendship. You really are my best friend. Lie, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you have to lie to get through it. You're not their best friend. You don't need to be their best friend. That's a person you go have a nice beer with or something. That's, you don't need to do that. So sometimes, oh, Abe's secret is best kept just that, a secret. Uh, so, speaking of tall drinks of water, how about this fellow over here? Uh, the musician for the night, uh, Andrew Reanimated Lincoln, the cone. Uh, over here, I'm going to round of applause for him. Andrew, how are What's that? Mm. <laughs> yes. And uh, tonight, what is that you're playing? That's not the drum kit, as we agreed. That's something else. It's the uh, Hammond Autoberry 64. The Autoberry 64. Right. Uh, that's, is that like an Atari uh, 5200 or something? Very similar. You look like a ColecoVision man yeah. to me. Is that true? That's correct. Well, how about that? You know, it has 64 different variations. Is that it? Yeah. Well, I hope that we hear all of them tonight. It's a three-hour show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's one I'm so glad you Now, you play in a band around town. That's true, right? It's a, what's it called, Ghost Trio? That's correct. That's just you and a couple other fellows? That's correct. That's how a trio works, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's wonderful. And I, I, you have a little, Andrew has a little a project over here. Not little projects, it's, it's, you know, what you do. But it's a uh, little place over here called, it is a little place, to be fair. Uh, right over here on the Gowanus called the, the Reanimation Library, and we talked about it on a previous podcast. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of good times, so you have to check the archive for that. But tell them briefly about the project, just briefly. Uh, old That's fine. That'll do. That's great. Uh, listen, and now how about, because uh, uh, I've never done this really uh, uh, before, uh, how about we can have a little sitting down music for me? Would that be... Oh, that's nice. Great, thank you. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? That was very nice. Just like a slow fart. That's how I like them. Thank you very much. Oh, it was shocking to it then. Well, listen, speaking of slow declines, here's a fellow that's on an opposite trajectory. Uh, I couldn't be happier to have him with us tonight. He's a, uh, like I said, he's a good looking fella, and uh, he's fun at parties, so he meets those two requirements for being somebody that I like to talk to. And he's also one of the most, he's one of the foremost experts in all things drinking. Uh, so please give a warm down radio welcome uh, to uh, Mr. Noah Rothbaum, the editor in chief of liquor.com. It's a site for, for alcohol, it's Many things. Many, many things. Uh, alcohol appreciation. 
Is that the one I prefer? Alcohol and appreciation is a better way to say it. It's true. You know, and long-time listeners of the podcast will know that I always like to pair the podcast with some kind of alcoholic beverage. And I was, that's a real heart, isn't it, Noah? Oh, yes. Well, it's, just, it's always difficult sometimes dealing in the audio realm. Sometimes in person, it's tough to well, let you in on a secret. So I wondered if, if you could uh, uh, just do an immediate sort of on-the-spot pairing with, some, with an audience member. Just based on a fanciful sweater, colorful hairstyle. <laughs> hmm. Well, we have many fair pimples in here. I've got my. Well, that's a, that looks like a secret stash. But just off the top of your head, let's pick somebody. Or somebody raise a hand out there. Somebody wants to get something paired. Great. This fellow right here. What would you What would you say his drink is going to be? I'm thinking Johnny Walker Black. Johnny Walker Black. Yeah. Look at that. It's amazing. You just read people. Oh my goodness. It's like Preston up here, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my mind is blown. That is amazing. Well, listen, we wanted to talk about what's in the case there. You brought a special case, and I, I appreciate that. That's it. That was just marvelous. Now, what, what is it you do? You go around to, uh, all over the country, internationally, and looking up new flavor profiles? Indeed. Indeed. And for you. Well, I appreciate that. And, and have you been to any place that you just thought, wow, this is this is outstanding? Where? Uh, the last place I was in Kentucky. That's a fine, nice place down there. Fine, fine place. Fine, fine spirit. We have a little, a little Kentucky's best right here. What's happening here is so marvelous. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. And so Kentucky, and you get what do you get to participate in there and the distilleries and things? You get to see oh, yeah. the yeah. people walk. Yeah. And have you come across any? These look like some rare specimens here. <laughs> so we do tastings, but those are real small bottles. <laughs> it's really a shame you can only have beer here, isn't it? <laughs> well, listen, let's get into it. You, you brought them all out. I feel like this is, you're like the best doctor ever. You bring that case everywhere? Uh, oh, uh, yes, depending on how sick the patient is. <laughs> How sick the patient is, that's what he said, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear. You can hear him okay? It's all right. Yeah. No, you got trouble hearing. You maybe oh, got to pick no. up the mic. That's what it is. Pick it up. Sometimes I'm too loud. It might be a little soft. There we go. Yeah, let's do the old hand up there. That's nice. You don't have to deal with a lot of mics on the road, I guess. No. Okay. Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, right. so whoop, now we're getting the hot, hot mic, hot mic. We just put them aside and drink. <laughs> I, I think we'll take a little tour of the world. Okay. Start, uh, start uh, maybe a little Canada. Oh, oh, we could switch. Well, we'll need hands free anyway. Yeah, there you go. Right, it's the thrill of watching it live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> See, if this were happening, I'd just edit that out. But this <laughs> not... For you, you got this bet. That's five dollars worth. <laughs> now, what is this one called that you're giving me? All right, we're going to start with our, our neighbor to the north. A little bit of uh, Canada's favorite, a little micro distillery uh, called Pendleton. Pendleton from Canada. What's the uh, what's the? Uh... Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll just go for it. Hey, go for it. <laughs> It's like the uh, the sweat from a timber man's boot. 
the bouquet. No, that's very nice. It's kind of, it's kind of a sweet flavor. A little bit of sweetness. It's a little sweet. It's a little like a kind of a, a medicine from the 1800s. Yeah, an elixir, maybe. An elixir, ladies and gentlemen. He's the man. He's the expert. He has to use words like elixir in the modern day. Well, enjoy it. We'll go. <laughs> that's the proper way to do it. I kind of, I just, you know, I bombed it, but we have a lot of, we have many more things. That's how I ski, too. I just go right down the hill. I once almost got kicked off of a mountain just because I, I didn't realize, you know, I didn't have any control. I just went, the whole group of little kids lined up there ready for them. My skis went right over the front of all of them. Anyway, what do you got next? Yeah, okay, that's very nice. Do I need to? Okay. I can't, it tastes like something I've had before. But... All right. What's this one? Little uh, Highland Park, uh, 12 year old, from uh, all the way to the town of Scotland. At the top, what's the, what's the characteristics there? The wind swept. The wind swept is what makes that special. Oh, you can smell the wind, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Trees grow at an angle up there. Trees grow at an angle, and that's where they make this from? Oh, yeah, all the way up north. <laughs> That's nice. Daddy like. <laughs> that's not at all bad. No, that's, that's a that's a friend of the program right there. That's, that's not. You like watching people drink, ladies. You? <laughs> you can imagine how fun it'll be to listen to this. <laughs> Scotland and get some of this stuff and drink along with it. It's a very expensive podcast. All right, well, let's, we got to keep moving here. So what's the thing? Okay. Can you enjoy your job? How do you get this job? You're hiring over there. They don't have a lot going on. Oh, for sure. For you, yes. Yeah, really. I could come in there and maybe do his, do his kind of celebrity podcast about just me having, a, having some drinks. This is really easy. That's okay, you don't need to prep it before you get here. That's, that's, this is what the people want. We have any, any whiskey enthusiasts out there? There's some out there, it's a shame they can't have any. All right, what do we got? Did I do some? No, no. Okay, that looks, there we go. This looks like what Snow White drank. Did she drink something or did she get pricked? An apple, never mind. Somebody got some bad Juliet or something. <laughs> <laughs> what is this one? What, you, tell me, you, you taste it first. No, but tell me what, what it is, is first. It's kind of low. This is going to be rolling alcohol. Do you have any drinking beats you want to put down there? 
We've only done three of the variations. Now, what's the, this is the last one? This is the next list? Well, how, 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 much, how much do we have time for? Too quick. Too quick. What's right. this one? This, this one's one. This is from Kentucky. Okay, that's enough of the beach. I can't hear <laughs> This is Kentucky. This is from your latest find, and you went down and you, you, you watched the horse races down there. I do fancy the ponies. Fancy the ponies. I haven't heard it said. I didn't mean to laugh. I just haven't heard it said that way. There's nothing funny about ponies. No, I know. Those people are deadly serious. This will be the, the new Knob Creek, the single reserve. This is the new one just out? It's not even out yet. You were one of the first people that did Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sitting in a former public bathroom. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I don't know which one it is. Okay. <laughs> it's got a peppery. It's a little spicy. A little spicy. It's 120 proof. 100, well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's our show, ladies. <laughs> 120 proof. Well, you might need to have some cheese or something with this. <laughs> Jesse, I hope you appreciate this. <laughs> okay. All right. And for our last one, yep. a little special treat. Oh, my gosh. I have brought, all special. Uh, I brought the traditional Scottish drinking bowl, the quake, as it is known. A quake? It is called the quake. The quake. Yeah, exactly. And we, and we, will, we will fill the quake and then drink from it. <laughs> and and now, that, now that we've gone through the lighter ones, I have something... The lighter, 120 proof is a light one. For us. Yeah. Okay, all right. You gonna set this on fire? <laughs> Just your case, folks. I got that. It's a quiet laugh that happens inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get that a lot. Now, what do you do? I gotta hold two hands? I, I, I will. I was kind of hoping to take the first. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have a and I have a traditional uh, Scottish toast as you as you drink it, as they would say in Scotland, Dale. May you get what you want, but not what you deserve. Fungible. Look, hi. That's wonderful. Give that to Andrew. Let him finish that. He's over there on the auto ferry. Maybe we'll hear some beats. Well, that's what that is. I'm, I'm, that's the smokiest. That is a, a peaty. It's like sipping from the bog, isn't it? It is exactly it's, that. You ever go to a bog? I've often been in a bog. I'd like to, I'd like to go to a bog someday. <laughs> Are the people still here? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's, I mean, how, no, but seriously, how do you get a job like that? <laughs> You just kind of loved into it. You've always been a, a, a drinking enthusiast. How are you doing, Andrew? You like that? It's very nice. It's very nice. You just knock it back. Yeah. Go for it. You gotta finish them. You gotta finish. Well, you them. have what you want, not what you deserve. It's bad luck not to finish the quick. So. But really, no. How do you how do you get into this kind of thing? You you, you spent your whole youth. Where do I begin? Um, wherever it for wherever it, you know. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say in college. I'd say in college I started getting into it. So in college you got into drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the kind of hard 
beginning with 40. Let's say a quick video. Once I became 21, I eagerly started to appreciate alcohol. And did, more that I only admired the bottles from a distance. Right. And, and did you find it like, okay, I want to go whole hog with the whiskey thing, because that, that's really, that's my sweet spot right away, or did you come to that late? I, I came to it. It, 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 it began to uh, become more and more interesting to me. And then uh, I wrote a book on it. So. What's the book called? The Business of Spirits. The Business of Spirits, ladies and gentlemen. And you're all getting one that's under your seats. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. But that's what the business of spirits. That's what it's called. And that's, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Oprah's <laughs> network. The own, have you seen that? Yeah, I have not yet. Oh man, it's worth a look, especially the behind the scenes. We'll talk about it off mic. But the, the, the point of the matter is, she's great, is the point. That's, that's all there is to it. Don't mess with it. But, uh, <laughs> I'd like to be the Nick Burkett's your Oprah. Oh my goodness, would that, be, would that be something? You already are the Nate Burkett to me. You, you've, I've long thought of you in terms of Burkittitude-ness. Um, but, but listen, uh, I, you know what I found on, on Liquor.com, which of course is great resources, I found the Rob Roy. I finally rediscovered that, and I've been drinking a lot of that before I put Baby Pepsi to sleep. <laughs> it's a, it's a, that's why I, I pour myself a rock boy, put on Oprah, and I just cry. I just have a nice time. Because I've been through a lot. But uh, any other, any other uh, kind of uh, old-fashioned drinks like that coming around, like the Dolphin Breeze or the Santa Fe Schooner or the, the Whisper Malloy? Pine needle souffle, <laughs> burning Amsterdam, <laughs> the tricky widget, <laughs> tweed <find>. machine. <laughs> you, you may find those ones, but, but some less obscure ones. Uh, certainly, uh, our, our fair share of sidecars, uh, old fashions, uh, the Negroni. Oh yes, very, very, very popular, especially in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that where it originated? It, it, you know what? It actually originated in Italy. The, the story is that, that makes sense. it was whipped up for a man who was named Count Negroni. I don't know if it's apocryphal or not, but that's a story that's usually people referencing. Well, I'm going to reference it from now on. I hope a lot of people out here do too. Noah, thank you so much for being here. I really agree. This has been wonderful. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no, people can watch me drink some more. That'd be wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. Go Roth Bound, everybody. guest here too. We're going to have another guest come up and, and, and chat a little bit. And uh, I don't know what alcohol you brought with you, but uh, 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 Jesse Klein, come on up here. Jesse Klein, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse, how are you? And, uh, we'll see how the uh, see how the old. I just have a blue moon. Oh, okay. Well, then, but I'm excited to... that he left all this other stuff. Maybe just pull that down. I don't know. If it, like right here? I don't want to get it hot, I guess. I know. Get it really, well, we're hot 
enough. I know. It's what it is. Smoking. And Jesse, I just need to explain for everybody out here. Je Jesse, I can honestly say I would not be be performing in a public bathroom without you. Oh. Uh, uh, it really. If I had a dime for every time. I is this making a noise? Is it better to have it up here? It sounded good. It sounded like you've been on a mic before. I don't know. Maybe. No offense, no, but you know, you have to practice your skills. <laughs> this is what we call paying the dues. Keeping that kind of stuff. But I really credit Jesse with helping to launch my oh, career that's here. Not true at all. It's very true. We, we share the stage many times. You brought me over to the Housing Works, kind of a hippie bookstore. I brought you to a hippie bookstore where you perform for free. I'm That's, a real hero. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> and you said, punch up your life is what it was called. That's you know, what it was big, called. For the big fella, Pete Holmes. <laughs> that big guy. He's a big fella. I still uh, receive his tweets. Oh, are you on Twitter? Wait, this is bad, I feel like. Is this better? I just want to make, let's do, is this good? Let's just, okay, I'll hold it right here. I'll do what, I'll do what I can. Okay. Um, which is mostly just sit here and enjoy the Highland 12. Which one was the 120 proof? Uh, this, this one back here. Can I try this? Yeah, please, okay. please do. I don't know if you want to drink in the ceremonial bowl, I'll have to give you a blessing <laughs> again. But oh, I see, it's the that, that it's, it's the stuff there. Is it, am I going to be in trouble? With who? Uh, With who? With yourself, I don't know. I can't answer it. Here I go, everybody. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> now yeah. we have to put explicit on the iTunes content. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't do blue material, just. But, uh, you know, yeah. This is actually very nice. It's very nice. I know. I'm very tempted to have a little. Uh, yeah, we're going to pour you some. Where's that high one? Where's that one coming? Let's just, um, That's it. Let's just pretend it's both of our 21st birthdays. That, that one's fine. That's when you got into it. When did you get into drinking? <laughs> um, I actually didn't drink that much until I was, like, after uh, after 30, which is weird because I'm only 28 years old. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't drink a lot in my no 20s. No? But I started drinking more later in life. I'm going to need you to vamp for a few. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to vamp by doing exactly what you're doing, oh, which is drinking this. But listen, uh, you, you ran the little Punch Up Your Life show, and that was a lot of great fun for everybody. I think some of the people here came out to see it. Oh, did they? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Okay. And, uh, but then you kind of you walked away from that. The new people never called me. Oh, that's okay. I, I, it's fine. But you, you went away because you had some a lot of other things going on. Next thing I know, you're on TV. And I was? Yes, you're on a show called Michael and Michael Have Issues. Yes, on Comedy Central. On oh, Comedy Central. And for folks that don't know, uh, Jesse played kind of a grumpy gush <laughs> in the office, the exact opposite of the way she is in real life. Yes. Sunny, sunny side up, as I like to call her. They needed someone to play a frumpy nerd, and we decided I could stretch it. Oh, yeah. And I did it. You did it. You did, did it. it. Times 10. It was amazing. And I really. Did you really want? The show? I taped it every day. Did you really? Because yes. the ratings were not good. No, I think I was. But I thought it was a very funny show. It was with Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter, and it was that, if you didn't see it, which mostly nobody did, but I really, I've worked on many terrible shows, and I actually thought it was pretty charming and funny. I wish more people watched it. It definitely had moments. <laughs> you were, no, it did. It had moments. But it was kind of like people arguing a lot, wasn't it? It was. It was 
they did play, they played sort of frenemies who argued a lot. And did you find that there was too much arguing? Was that the problem? I wish I knew the problem with the show. Well, I like to see people getting along. <laughs> <laughs> but is that, I mean, That's what is drama? Is it drama conflict? Oh, I guess it's not comedy. Yeah. Oh, well. Oops, that's where I just said the mistake. But listen, and then you also, you, you, you probably a lot of people here know, because this looks like a real literary crowd. A lot of people that read, probably read a lot of stuff online, don't you? Yeah, a, <laughs> yeah everyone here is reading Salon. Yeah. <laughs> they have Salon for iPad. This is a that's Salon meetup. This, this is a Salon meetup. Oh, it is? Oh, is this a meetup? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But, <laughs> Well, I think it's a nerve.com one. Oh. Most people make it together. That was an old dating site. That people still do that. Anyway, the point is, you were writing, covering the culture beat for uh, uh, the Daily Beast. I've written a little bit for the Daily Beast. Well, that was always impressive to me, because I always imagined you having wonderful lunches with Tina Brown. <laughs> Bet she makes a great lunch. Oh, my God. I would just go over to her house, and she would make one bruschetta after another. Um, That's, I mean, I like whiskey, but that is really the, the ideal for me, going over to Tina Brown's house. I know. I, you know, I did go to her oh, house once. Really? I did go to her house once. It wasn't just me. She never made me a personal lunch. But um, she does have a nest. Believe it or not, Tina Brown lives in an okay house. <laughs> She's doing fine. I didn't know there was a place called Sutton Place in New York. And then I, she had a book party for someone. And I got the invite. And I was like, what's Sutton Place? It's in the 50s, super far east. It's just one block. There's a doorman. Sounds I didn't like know. Has anyone here ever been to Sutton Place? You have. Do you live on Sutton Place? Why were you there? They had alcohol. What do you have to ask them? You know why you were there. No, but I just am curious. They had a tap Do people know where Sutton Place is? No, it's... But, like, have you known anyone who lived there? No, it's for white people. Um, sorry. What? Not like... Well, the, the, and, then, and so did you, and did writing on that for Daily Beast, then you kind of uh, parlayed that, kind of kind of rolled that into a gig with the big dance Saturday Night Live. Uh, <laughs> Is that what happened? You got picked from that? Uh, yeah, well, Daily it wasn't Beast. Saturday Night Live, uh, it wasn't like Saturday Night Live was like, who's, who's this amazing wit writing for the Daily Beast? <laughs> um, Not how they come up with it, right? No, I, um... Uh, I I had applied to write for them like one or two times before, and then it was like the third time is a charm thing, and um, and I submitted a packet of sketches to them through my uh, agent, and uh, this time somehow I got picked. It sounds like exactly the way it would happen. It sounds like exactly the way it would happen. That's literally you were what you would do. Try a bunch of times, have an agent send it in, and there you go. And that's there you funny. go. Yeah, it was. Cool. It's, um, I haven't heard back from them, but that's wonderful. But you don't really want to write for them, do you? No, no, no. I have enough going here. <laughs> Why would you have the time? It takes so much time. <laughs> the time. It takes so no, much time. But it's got to be a thrill to work on the, on the big show. You're partying with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. Doing lines of God. Oh, my wow. God. Back in David Spade. Playing the Twister and Chevy Chase. He's still there? Oh, he's still around. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not still there. It's got to be thrilling. It's got to be thrilling to be on that, though, because as, as a comedian, you always dream of being on the show. Oh, uh, 
and rubbing up against another person, and then you take some of what that person rubbed up against you, and you go to another place, and you rub up against that person, and then sometimes you email someone to come over to your house and have them rub you, and I guess what I'm saying is that it's exciting to be near you and have, have, have that proximity to celebrity is so exciting. I was going, I, when I went, I bought that beard for Andrew and I ran into Chloe Sevigny. Chloe Sevigny, you know her? You talk to Chloe Oh, Sevigny. Chloe and I, I mean, she's got the engine running all the time. She bought a really nice uh, vintage bill. And it, yeah. was, it was fun to see. So her life like is got a, vintage a little, I feel like I got a little, you know, bounce. Yeah, that. sure, I'll bounce. But I like knowing you because it means I'm just one degree away from Tina Fey and Tina Brown. Oh, so close. But it also makes me wonder if you'll ever work with anybody not named Tina. <laughs> I know. I only do well with people with Tina's. Tina's a name that's kind of fallen out of fashion. <laughs> I knew a Tina in elementary school, and she was a bit of what you'd call a fast girl. Oh, really? Second grade, and I believe she had some tattoos. And, uh, Where do you stand on tattoos? I think, I think she was. I'm fine uh, with it. I, I think the placement and choice is, of course, key. Uh, 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 you know, I mean, come on. Some come on. Make some bad, bad decisions. Chinese words. I'll tell you why I never got a tattoo is because I'm always worried I'm going to be cast as Stanley in Street Fighter. <laughs> and I'll be there in my uh, tank top having to, you know. Yeah, you got to watch out. If you're not careful, I know you're, it's a you at any moment could be Stanley. <laughs> Frank just looked up like that. At just moment, watch your back. That's genuinely what I think about getting a tattoo. But uh, uh, anyhow, this girl was a hell of a roller skater, so she was good looking in the way that some of the girls on uh, cops are good looking. Just like a frosted or a, a, a mullet, like a party and back business yeah. and front. Yes, sort of yes, I would definitely describe her that way. Tina. Tina Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Tina is a tough name. It could, I felt like when we were when we were coming up, Tina was a little rough, and now there's all these famous fancy Tinas. Right. But back in our day, more not to date the, us, more from the gutter. Oh, we're, oh, <laughs> the gutter. Well, Tina could be rough. Your, in your era. Yes. I don't know what era. Well, I think we're in the same era. That's kind of you. Thank you very I, much. No. I appreciate that. But there are other names that have fallen more, like a Bertha. There aren't oh, that many Berthas anymore. Lord, you don't want to cross a Bertha, do you? I don't know. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, you don't want to cross a it's not, it's not a good scene when you come across a Bertha. But then what happened Saturday night? By the way, before we get to that, I know that Don Pardo's retiring, isn't he? You know, um, I, I'll tell you a Don Pardo story. If you don't, it, finally, the folks out here that have been waiting. Go ahead. Don Pardo is the guy, is the announcer for SNL, and he's lovely. And uh, apparently, he lives. I didn't know this. He's, you know, it's like you grew up on SNL, and you're like, you're used to Don Pardo's voice. And I remember I saw Don Pardo, and he is in his 90s. And he apparently lives in New Mexico, and they fly him in every week just to say, you know, it's Saturday Night Live, and he does it. And um, but he did makes that flight; they pay him every week to do it. And so I, he and he'll, he'll be eating craft service 
like very liberally every week. And I saw him, and he just seemed like the sweetest man. And um, I guess they just gave him a paper that has the name of the guest and the musical guest, and he has to just read it every week. And so one night I saw him, and he came up to me, and uh, he had to do, you know, they do the like next week preview, where it's like next week, blah, blah, and blah, blah. And next week was Ryan Phillippe and Kesha, whose name is spelled with a dollar sign. <laughs> And he, came, and he came up to me, and I didn't really know who she was either. And he came, and I didn't know how to pronounce Ryan Phillippe's name at the time. And he was like, "Excuse me, young woman," which was a huge compliment. And he was like, "Do you know how to pronounce these names?" And it was Ryan Phillippe and Kesha. And I was like, I looked at them, and I was like, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce either of these. I wanted to help him more than anything in the world. I was like, I think you have to go talk to someone else. And he was like, okay, well, thank you. And I felt like, I'm useless. Why Why am I on this planet if I can't help Doug Pardo pronounce Kesha? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like a useless asshole. Well, well, when he goes. Oh, come uh, on. I'm He's never going to go. I'm just saying, I've been, I've been practicing, and I hope that maybe there's a place for fine young cannibals. <laughs> Hot house flowers. Oh, oh, yeah. 
that and, uh, <laughs> But no, Ralph Baum, ladies and gentlemen, how about that? Bring all these fans to the Lakers up here. We'll have that on your Henry show. I appreciate that so much. And of course, I want to thank Amy Hype back there running the flip video. But she would have some great creative direction to the show. I appreciate that. Thank you. And of course, the Brooklyn Lyceum and Nicole and the whole gang here, they really made this a, a wonderful experience for us. So thank you. Thank you, host. I appreciate that. And, uh, uh, you know, if you like if, if you like what's going on, you can always look at DaleRadio.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at DaleRadio, Monday nights. I tweet along to The Bachelor, so uh, hold on. That's, uh, that's always a fun time. We have a lot of fun going through there. Just me and a couple other ladies in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, trading, trading jabs at people. And uh, just people making bad decisions is what we're commenting on there. Uh, so, and, uh, uh, yes, my, my thanks to everybody for being here. Now, until next time, I'm going to be filling my uh, whiskey bottles with uh, deep scalp conditioner and uh, bringing it to the public showers. So, uh, now, let's get back to that music that we all enjoy, which is how we sign off every podcast. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.